Well, it's bonus episode time. Nick, stop playing with your <laughs> nipples and let's focus. Don't try to control my body. <laughs> so was it your suggestion that you watched Equalizer It was. Too? And I think I've suggested it for over a year. <laughs> and this, did you tell me this is like your family's Christmas movie? Thanksgiving. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, any holiday. Yeah, it's a good holiday film. In what way? Well, when you want to see Denzel kick some ass and feel better about the world because he's in it. <laughs> Especially Mostly post, that way. Especially <laughs> post-pandemic, um, our mom has been very into high-octane, very action-oriented situations, and Emma and my dad have always been into Equalizer, too, and so we just, like, hopped on that party, and we're ready to go. It's like Liam Neeson? No. Denzel Washington and Pedro Pascal? Let's fucking go, bitches! It's, like, suspenseful, but you can trust that Denzel Washington's gonna take care of everything for you. And then there's adorable, heartfelt moments that kind of don't feel like they need to be there, but the fact that they're there makes me so happy. Which heartfelt moments? Like uh, reuniting siblings from the Holocaust and... (laughs) I didn't even understand what was going on in that storyline. I thought he was just looking for the picture. I didn't realize he was looking for the person. (laughs) And helping a young man uh, become a security guard and... (laughs) Helping another person. Yeah, I'm just saying he's got a long history of good deeds. He helped Marcel become a painter. And yeah, a and kept him out of uh, drugs. <laughs> he removed the drugs from him. Mm-hmm. Miles. Like, Miles. <laughs> Marcel the Shell with shoes on. And he eats soup. <laughs> and then we get coastal, and then there's like a hurricane, and then there's just like a systematic destroying of all the people that stand in his way. And that way is of happiness and joy. I found it super enjoyable. It was bloodier than I thought it was going to be, and lots of up-close killings, which is not my fave. You love John Wick. You, I don't like the up-close killings. Okay. I, I was just like, make it make sense. I'm fine with you like pointing a gun and firing, and then I see somebody slump to the ground, but I don't need to see the shot blow up their neck. Mm-hmm. How do you know they're dead? Yeah. Double tap. <laughs> Yeah, no, he gets pretty gory, um, creative even, with the way he kills people. But it's once you've spent the entire movie realizing how evil they are and how much they need to be destroyed. And then it brings he- you with quiet <laughs> pleasure. Are you talking about, I think we're just going to talk about both Equalizer and Equalizer uh-huh. 2. Because I found my reverse insomnia wickedly opened me, woke me up at 3.30 in the morning. And yeah. I was like, I guess I'll watch Equalizer <laughs> 1. So I've never I- seen Equalizer 1. Oh. I'm unfamiliar with that world. Equalizer 2 is a superior in our home. But mm-hmm. I'm curious to hear about Chloe it. Chloe Grace Moretz, is that her name? Uh-huh. She, she is a terrible actor in the first one. Kaylee Cooper. Kaylee Cooper. <laughs> yes. Who is an out and proud lesbian, we didn't know. And she is in a... some, And she's in some sort of animated film where she voice acts next to Eugene Yang, or whoever the Try Guys BuzzFeed person is. So her career is going great. Oof. Oof. Remind me how Equalizer 2 starts. Because I just watched We start on a train to Turkey. We're in Turkey. Yes, he saves a young girl from kidnapping. And doesn't want any fanfare. He just drops her off at an office park. (laughs) So, like, she's safe. (laughs) And then, ooh, the biggest enemy, the gig economy. How did you feel about the fact that Denzel Washington was a Lyft driver? (laughs) You're going to take the phone and show all the pictures of what you all did to that girl, or I'm going to kill all of you. God. Are you right-handed or left-handed? You're like, oh, <laughs> it's like so ambidextrous. Let's break fucking one of your hands. <laughs> that was one of the most satisfying things I've ever seen on film. Took down some Wall Street Bros with their own credit card. <laughs> Wonderful. 
Do you think he lifts because the government didn't pay him enough and contract killing doesn't pay him enough? <laughs> or because that's where he meets? Because he met a storied variety of people going through some shit. I, when I am a lifter, well, I guess I've had several panic attacks where I'm like, you need to take me to the hospital. So I <laughs> shit can happen in a way. I think he is looking out for people to help. At the he... end of that first mm -hmm. movie, he puts up like a Craigslist post. Mm -hmm. Like, have you run out of hope? Do you need help? I can help you. You got $50,000. Let's no, go. $0. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to do the right thing. So maybe the lift driving is an extension of him just trying to be around, see where uh, some mischief might be afoot. <laughs> yeah, because Craigslist is kind of out. You got to post on Indeed now. <laughs> well, I didn't realize uh, Pedro Pascal was in this movie. Yes, so when he popped up, I yelped. <laughs> and within like a minute, I'm like, he's bad. I'm going to be very upset. And then he was. He's super but he was bad. bad in the Nick Cage movie, too. But I guess not as bad. More no. comically bad. No. He, bad. he was a good guy. He wanted he to write a, movies. He was from it, a bad family. He was his family. cousin. <laughs> well, he protected his cousin. He was an accessory. That movie is a joke. <laughs> and I think that his accessory would be a little purse because he's gay. So on Rotten Tomatoes. A poor, poor score. You, Equalizer 2 got 61% from the audience and 52% from critics. It's wild how wrong they are. <laughs> <laughs> and on IMDb, it got a 6.7. Like, this is one of the most rewatchable movies in my life. And we did. And you have. <laughs> I've watched Equalizer 2 no less than four times. What were their complaints? That they were just like random storylines and had some <laughs> slow moments? Or were these mine? No, did you write one of those? <laughs> no, I just do think that it, I mean. Fuqua's direction is slick, but generally uninspired. Clunky, overprocessed cement mixer cinema, <laughs> given some consistency by Washington's screen presence. Yes. And someone else wrote, there are things to enjoy. <laughs> there are plenty of things to enjoy. 50% of it's enjoyable, according to <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. The Equalizer 2 leaves the viewer with a boredom hangover, a cloudy funk that lingers <laughs> well after the credits roll. Disagree. Disagree. Because that scene, what's her name? Susan, Sue, Superfluous, uh, Marissa Tomei, Loio. Yeah. <laughs> that scene where she is killed is one of the most high octane, heart stopping frustrating, exhausting, no. exhilarating moments. When the couple is killed, when they make him, when they shoot his wife in front of him and then make him kill himself before the kid gets home, mm -hmm. that was terrible. That was bad. Well, what can you do? But with <laughs> Melissa Leo, <laughs> it's like things happen in the salon. But the Melissa Leo thing with like knowing that you're being stalked and like being in a public hotel room and still being taken I mean, down. And she fucking kicked their asses. Yeah, she did so well Pedro in that Pascal moment. Pedro had to come in and do the job himself because his little hired hands couldn't take him. He's such a fucking Yorkie. Good. I know. She's... She's Bill the fighter. Coleman She's the fighter. Be like the muttering, stumbling husband. <laughs> yeah, has he ever played a different role? Wasn't he the president in Independence Day? Yeah, yeah. So he's been the president. Well, he's experienced. <laughs> he experienced a lot. So now the PTSD is is rife. And Miles is the guy from Moonlight. I know. Uh -huh. I know. Can't touch the moonlight deep in he your was heart. In something else. Oh, uh, he was in that recentish. Uh, Jesus and the Black Messiah. Oh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Judas, thank you. Yes, that was really good. So Pedro Pascal. I'm sorry, who? Pedro, Pedro Pascal. I love him so much. He does not do his best acting in this movie. No. The writing <laughs> he can't is also be bad. He's so cute. Yeah, I mean, sure, the writing's not great. <laughs> you watch it for the action. You're not there for like, oh, this was well crafted. You're there for like, damn, this made me feel shit. Yeah, this was a fun ride. Yeah. It was minus the murders, but. I no one the can walk down the street like Denzel Washington. Mm -hmm. The murders were what made the movie. 
At the end. Those murders, yeah. Oh my gosh, no. Marissa Tomei. Yeah. Leo, the Leo rising. The way she fell (laughs) and died. All right. What was the most rewatchable scene? I'm going to say the last 10 minutes. Like the whole sequence there. Once when he's we're in, mm-hmm. what does he say to the cop? Like, I'm an FBI agent. I think I left my pa- my gas on. They're like, let him through. No, no, he gets through because he lives there, doesn't he? Oh, no, he just flashes his badge. No, he says something like my wife's place or something. Yeah. Something ridiculous where you'd be like, well, too bad because there's a hurricane hitting. Yeah. When that's Miles Davis bad. is directed into the little hidey hole situation, that's cool. <gasps> yeah, um, that's one of the tensest moments. Miles yeah. Davis, Miles, what, when he sends artist. Miles into his little um, the secret Panic room. Yeah, uh-huh. and there's the two way glass. Uh huh. That's so scary. That's the scariest part. Um, and then I also love when Pedro Pascal is about to do the kill shot, but then Denzel Washington shoots out the tire, so he misses. And it's just like, and we're going to get to that whole sequence yeah. later. That kid should be dead 20 minutes ago. That is stupid. <laughs> he's built like a turkey. Tucked Why are we keeping shot. him alive? Because he's an artist. <laughs> he needs to Cause, art. Because we love Hey, him. you guys, let's spread out in this town and hope that Denzel doesn't kill us one by one instead of working together. Great call. Yeah, bad guys are, are bad at a lot of things, including <laughs> reasoning. Oh, yeah. I just have to go to the picking nits immediately. Please. When he lets... When Pedro lets Denzel leave with his wife and the children in the car, no, I don't think so. When Denzel shows up oh. at Pedro's house and then he's yes, like, yes, yes. oh, your wife, uh-huh. your oh, husband said I could go with you. And you give me a ride and I'll be in the car alone with you and your children. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't think that. Well, they're friends. He's got to pretend to be his friend still. For what? Denzel could kill everybody. But he wouldn't. But he's not the person to kill a wife and uh, kids. Denzel from episode one would. It's true. He <laughs> murders everyone in the first series. Uh, Even not children? children. If there was one in that shower, he would have. I don't know. In that shower. At the end. What kind of shower? Like a golden shower? I'm just saying. Like Literally, something happens. One incident oh. with one girl, and he ends up killing a hundred people. <laughs> and then I don't think he would end, have mistaken the leader of a like a <laughs> Russian cabal for a child. Then there's just like dead person, dead person, dead person, dead person. He might have killed a kid there. No, those are the guards. They're anyway. the guards. They were Julie. They were I the mean, guards. the amount of calm. Either way, cool, he could have taken his, his wife hostage, right? It's true. Trying to stay alive. It's true. So you think Pedro Pascal should have shown his cards in that moment? In that moment, they should have all pulled their guns. Mm. The wife was way Bring across out, the street, <laughs> and be like, "Kabam, dead." Movie over. Yeah, but then the movie would be over. Yeah, and we wouldn't have gotten that heartfelt resolution. <laughs> You know, when you're in, as someone who's been in the middle of the action, when you're in the middle of the action, you aren't thinking as clearly as you would like to. So it's tough to know who to kill. I would like to say that the sound, the needle drops and the music is very Michael Bay. And I liked it a lot. <laughs> nice. I like a big score that lets you know what's about to happen. Like, it's tense. It's tense. It's tense. Here comes someone. It's tense. It's tense. It's tense. Everyone's dead. Danny Elfman on the mic. Hey. Um, what's your favorite Michael Bay movie? I don't know. Aren't they all the same? Yeah. That's why I was curious about you. I was shocked that you'd seen more than one. I think we've all seen more than one Michael Bay movie. Testosterone asshole. It was just Ken. <laughs> Transformers. Transphobic. <laughs> what's your what favorite, my, Michael what's your favorite Michael Bay movie? Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> Armageddon. I also loved Armageddon. <laughs> The Rock, I actually love The Rock. 
That is one of my favorite action films. Dwayne Johnson's amazing. He's a national treasure. He's not in that. This is Sean Connery (laughs) and Nicolas Cage. And um, I've never heard of any of those people. Ed Harris and Michael Bean. I love Ed Harris. Hotties. A Quiet Place, I did not see. I didn't know that was Michael Bay. He's on here. 13 Hours, The Purge, Pain and Gain, Transformers, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I've seen Armageddon and The (laughs) Rock. Are my questions? So uh, let's see. What aged the best? The kindness. (laughs) (laughs) The dreamy (laughs) quality that overtook your face. Wild. What the joy. in God's name are you saying? <laughs> the love, the levity, and I the light. I just think he's got a real neighborly spirit, and I appreciate that. Yes, he was very nice to the lady. Fatima. And she got to be in the... <laughs> Speak her name. <laughs> she got to be in the mural at the end. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, was, that was nice. I think the killings. I think the killings aged really well, my personal. <laughs> what happened in the first one? This is an enigma to me. Um, so the first one, we don't, he's still in like post government assassin mode. He, uh, works at Home Depot. Works at a, yeah, Home Depot. As uh, Home Depot employs more Olympians than any other, <laughs> in any other store. It's true. It shows at every Olympics. Huh. So he meets Chloe Grace Moretz. Uh huh. In a diner. He like she's a can't sleep. So he goes and reads at a diner. And yeah, she's a, she's a working girl. Um, and oh, she's being like her. She's part of a Russian like drug ring, drugs, women, you know, fun oil trafficking, <laughs> trafficking in goods. Ukraine, Odessa. Uh, Pushkin. Basically, Pushkin yeah. is the <laughs> babushka, the bad guy, Babadook. Um, yeah. So then it's instead of like him versus his old army compatriots, uh, yeah. it's him versus Russia. <laughs> How prescient. <laughs> We're so anti-Russia. <laughs> I have been for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knew? They knew. The Americans. I will say, so the first one had a lot of Denzel fixing himself, um, um, which we didn't see in, uh, in Equalizer 2. We don't have any moments of him doing his own kind of triage. Because like, he's fixed. <laughs> he's all good. Like emotional work or like? Like physical. Like oh, I got like, wounded in the middle of a thing and so now I'm, I'm like. burn some honey into my wound. Yeah, I'm like real quick. Or burn a nor- doorknob. Okay. Uh-huh, and then cauterize, cauterize my wound it, yes. real quick. We were thinking of you. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because our last name's Cotter. <laughs> no, because you talk about your cauterizing your nose nonsense. <laughs> I had to have surgery. I was put under. <laughs> uh, why did you ask about the first one? I <laughs> Um, Did I tell you enough about it? Oh, they're in Boston. They, they established Boston a little bit more because there's some corrupt cops, including David Harbour. I was just wondering, oh, my gosh. Lily Allen's wife. Terrible, husband. terrible acting from David Harbour in this movie. Terrible. <laughs> what can you do? Because he can't be so good. I mean, I think he's great on Stranger Things, but he's yeah. not good in this. I mean, the writing is also not great, but. Yeah. Um, I was that's just, consistent. I was wondering if his if Denzel Washington's wife was alive in the no. first no. one. She's been no, dead. so that's what I'm saying. It's kind of post post her death, post his faking his death, all, right. all of that. So we don't we don't go. It's not like the second one picks up on backstory from the first. When does he transition into Queen Latifah? Uh, on network television, I'm not really uh, sure how it happens. Right. I've actually okay. never seen because there was an old TV show and the new one with yeah. her, and I've not seen any television version. I think two's the best of the best. 
I mean, that's my opinion, but I still have not seen any television version, so it's hard to compare. (laughs) That's fair. So there were some factual errors in the movie. Shocking. (laughs) (laughs) But the writing was flawless. After McCall, as a Lyft driver, insists upon a five-star driver rating from a passenger, he's seen receiving the rating from that passenger. In fact, Lyft drivers don't see individual ratings from specific passengers, rather a rolling average of the previous previous hundred passengers. Mm. (laughs) But if he didn't see that specific one, he was going to kill some people. Hell yeah. It was very important that we saw that. He jailbroke the app. (laughs) Interpol is depicted as a murder scene investigation agency, even allowing the CIA to cooperate and visit the crime scene. First of all, Interpol is an international authority that facilitates cooperation among countries with no law enforcement duties and powers on national soil. (laughs) Secondly, any involvement of a U.S. intelligence agency would be coordinated at the government level. The CIA would certainly not be allowed to walk around a fresh (laughs) crime scene. What kind of nonsense is this, Anton Fuqua? First of all, we need to suspend some disbelief. It's like if you know anything about the royals, red, white, and royal blue does not hold up. But then as soon as you read about them kissing each other, you're like, it doesn't matter. The coast town was evacuated because of a heavy storm. Power will be switched off in the area to prevent electric shock hazard. Therefore, McCall would not be able to set up a trap using cooling fans. Mm. And also flour, though. That was my favorite one. I was like, flour's a bomb. I was like, oh my god, gluten, it'll kill you! Miley Cyrus was right! (laughs) One of the early montage scenes shows Robert driving three preteens. Lyft does not allow the transport of unaccompanied minors. (laughs) Bruh. The amount of times I've unaccompanied a minor. CCTV systems in public hotels and other commercial service providers in the EU are not capable of recording audio and are often not allowed to. A hotel would have no reason to have one, as it would require complex data protection disclosures incompatible with the services of an accommodation business, obviously. You do have to pick between visual or audio. You can't have both for CCTV, even in America where apparently there are no rules. (laughs) Clearly visible during the final 15 minutes of the film, during the final shootout in a hurricane, David is on the tower exposed to the hurricane rains and winds, yet never gets wet. (laughs) McCall does not get wet either, even though he runs through the hurricane wind and rain for the final 15 minutes. The three other bad guys are clearly soaking wet as they seek out McCall, but Dave and McCall are not wet at any time. If you are pure of heart, you are waterproof. This time, baby, I'll (laughs) be waterproof. (laughs) Yes. Wow, people pay so much attention. It's like, get a life. (laughs) Gross. These are the moments where you really just got to relax and vibe through the movie. (laughs) Thank you. All right, what other... When Miles is hiding between the two-way mirror and Kovac is looking directly at him but can't see due to the two-way mirror, the phone's light is illuminating his face. Kovac would have seen the light. In fact, Robert warns him of this later. That is true. That is true. In the two-way mirror. Hashtag two-way mirror. I think we just got to assume that because they had like a flashlight on it because they weren't, they didn't point like a flashlight at the mirror. Yeah, that would go right through too also, right? No, that would bounce back. That would bounce back and so they probably confuse you. You're right. Look at, read a, look at a book, bitch. (laughs) Learn if they some, had turned their flashlights off, they probably would have seen the phone light. Yeah, learn some books. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to the questions. Um, I thought that was a question. Did of you patience. have any other nitpicks? Or you just yeah, tell us more about why you hated it. <laughs> I liked it. Those are the people of the world. <laughs> yeah. Nitpicks. Well, what's his face should have been dead in the back of the car. Why was he keeping him alive? What was the point of that? Why was why was he in the back of the car? Why was Pedro Pascal keeping him alive? Oh yeah, That's as a leverage question. for what? They're just trying to murder him. Yeah, I mean, I think 
your overarching one is that the people could have killed people faster. Much faster. <laughs> Which is true. <laughs> I hate murder. But, but like, then the murder... movie would have been over faster. It's true. <laughs> the only thing better in the first one, in my opinion, uh-huh. was at some point someone pulls a gun on Denzel and he just literally grabs it and turns it right back around. You're like, wow, that was really good. I watched it like seven times. Oh my God, he fucking tuts it away. <laughs> he does. He's like, what? <laughs> It's so so casual. So overall, super fun. Like roller coaster, really good. Mm-hmm. Yes, I pick some nits, but you know, some it's super engaging. So if you just grab onto the ride and let it take you, it's not too bad. You think Denzel just walks down the street like that? Even I though he's never so. actually killed anyone, he just has that like swagger. I think he walks down like. Saturday Night Fever, John Travolta. You can tell by the way my ass is clapping. I will fuck you. And the first one when he did his little pips dance, that was cute. He has a full-on dad bod in the first one. He walks out at the end successfully having slaughtered the entire Russian army with, like, boobs and a belly. Good for them. Buck 90 my ass. I mean, tits out for the summer. Cool for the summer. A little jigglypuff. Uh, the Ruffalo Hannah Rubriac Pat- Patriarch Overacting Award. Did anyone do any overacting? <laughs> well, <laughs> in the second one. No, they were all very true to their characters and realistic <laughs> in every single stretch. I think Pedro did some overacting. Yeah. Yeah. I, did I feel like all of the Lito. bad guys yeah, did. <laughs> especially at the end when they're like, I'm coming around! And you're like, <laughs> Yeah, they you've got, got flour. They they read that role as like real intense. Yeah. <laughs> well, they just shout over the hurricane. <laughs> it was loud. No, but they all had like a a snarl to it too. <laughs> like they were playing a bad guy. <laughs> so bad. What I liked better about the second one is we were on like a mission the whole time. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the first one, you don't know this yet, but there's just sort of little things happening. There wasn't like an uh-huh. overarching mission. Yeah. I mean, you had like his Yeah, friends. it turns out it was like to clean up all of Boston. <laughs> He's the bad man. <laughs> like cut off Boston's links to organized crime in Russia and then like cut out all the dirty cops. It was very it was an accident. broad Which mission. is like super true. Boston is very unfriendly to outsiders, especially Russians. Unless they're MAGA, in well, which case they're the same, I guess. In the first one, David Harbour is going to be killed because yeah. he's been found out. And he's like, I know you have some some trick up your sleeve. Mm-hmm. What's your getaway plan? What's your getaway plan? So he gives it to him. You're still going to die. <laughs> is he going to die? Well, probably will get killed in prison. For sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, they kill a lot of people in prison. I've heard. On the first episode of the OC, they try and kill Ryan, but when he leaves, he in prison, but then he gets rescued to the wait. He's in prison County, in the first California. Oh, that's right. He's he in jail. He ends up in juvie, which seems very dangerous and homoerotic because everyone's like <laughs> sniffing at him, like you know, like mm, fresh meat. They're trying to turn him out. Yeah, I've watched a documentary on that. It's called Turned Out. <laughs> People got turned out. That's rough. Would this be better as a ten-part Netflix series? Absolutely. Mm. I think it'd be fun because each one would have their own little vignette. It reminds me of Lupin. Yeah, it would be like a Lupin or a diplomat or something. Yes. I don't know. Which I still so, never finished. <laughs> it only gets exciting at the end of the last episode. Would it, well, that's most <laughs> TV shows now. Um, would it be better? No. Would it work? 100%. Yeah. Because I think we would, it could. Yeah. yeah. We would still have that through line the entire time, but each episode could be like, now we're helping Miles. Now we're helping the old dude. Now we're helping Fatima. Yeah, especially if it was like in the second one where it had kind of a, a bigger bad that was more focused in like one storyline. That could be a fun Limited yeah. series. 
is there a better title for this movie? Absolutely yes, not. Man on Fire. <laughs> Emma was like, the first one, it has a little girl in it, a little blonde girl, like, Man Dakota on Fire. Fanning? She's like, I think it's Dakota Fanning. I'm like, that's Man on Fire. <laughs> yeah. Chloe Grace Moretz is close. <laughs> well, she's no. not nearly as skilled. The Fanning child, whether it was Dakota it or was Dakota. Elle, acted their ass off of they Man on Fire. Yeah. Chloe Grace Moretz had a lot Could of wigs. <laughs> she looks a lot like... Samantha from Sex in the City with all those wigs. Just like Kim Cattrall. It's true. Yeah, like think? a little baby one. Yeah. <laughs> baby Kim Cattrall. <laughs> I'm covered. Are my nips, are my nips hitting you? <laughs> uh, but no, I think the equalizer. Is he equalizing? What's he equalizing? Um, the world, like the scales of justice. That part, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God, in the first one, he's like, I promised my wife I would never be a bad person again, but I've asked her permission to do this one time. You're like, oh shit, you're gonna fuck you up. You're gonna get fucked <laughs> up. Yeah. And then I'm gonna kill you in some creative way you're not thinking about. <laughs> yeah. no, bro, you're Use not the glasses die, of you're your gonna... friend who I just killed in the bathroom. <laughs> Hark. Um, Apex Mountain. So, like, is this the top of Denzel's power or anyone's power. Definitely not Pedro. No. Nobody else in the movie. Probably Chloe Grace Moretz. <laughs> She's what? not even in the second one. Well, this I feel like in 2014 when the original one aired or was released, that was like her. Because she went from Kick-Ass to like 30 Rock and this was like, okay, I'm going to be in that like young adult novel thing about aliens. I'm going to be in this. And that was like, everyone was like, oh no, you're not a great actor. I thought she was good in 30 Rock. Yeah, but not in this. The Teddy KGB Award, which you don't know about, that's from Rounders, yeah. for an actor who's in a completely different movie, which could be Bill Pullman. He definitely doesn't <laughs> seem like he knows he's, his character is in an action film. Yeah. He's just kind of a bumbling... Yeah. His he's wife just, just died. He's just in a living room. I mean, even before she died, especially in the first one. In the first one, they're very just like cozy and out of it. I mean, she gets on a helicopter and comes back with information, so you kind of get that she's like linked to intelligence but it doesn't appear so from like their little tea and even her outfit and hair in the first one no she's very like <laughs> retired and then he's like did you tell him you can't help him she's like he wasn't here for help he was here for remission <laughs> to kill a lot of people <laughs> and she said yes um i don't want it to be the apex of miles's career it's not moonlighting or That's moon, right. moonlight moonlight moonlighting was the bruce willis <laughs> civil shepherd show uh he who was won the movie Denzel. Denzel. Obviously. Denzel won the movie, yeah. <laughs> we all won the movie because we were able to watch it. Would this movie be better with Danny Trejo, Steve Buscemi, Catherine Hahn, or Michael K. Williams? Catherine Hahn and Steve Buscemi. As what? <laughs> no follow-up questions, please. <laughs> um, Catherine Hahn, I think, as another villain would be amazing. Um, be a different role for her. That'd be fun. It'd be cute. I mean, she in WandaVision, she was a villain. I haven't watched it yet. Ah, so good. I'm still going in order, and I'm slowed down. <laughs> And was then, it Agatha, Agatha all along? It, it was, was Agatha, Agatha all along. <laughs> Look at the range. I know, goddamn. And then Steve Buscemi, I would love him um, as an extra. Just bug-eyed <laughs> in the background. <laughs> the Ron Burgundy Flute Award for the best time for a pee break. First 20 minutes? <laughs> no, absolutely not. I mean, it's its own like mini movie that doesn't actually need to happen for you to watch the rest of the movie. When he so fucks up all the Wall Street people, no, that's divine. That's justice. not in the first twenty minutes. The first twenty minutes is like the sojourn to Turkey. That took like five. I don't think Wall Street's in the long. first twenty. Was it? Um, maybe not. Best double feature. Equalizer one, obviously. <laughs> yeah. 
Oppenheimer. <laughs> and we'll see how the third one uh, fits into the When's narrative. When's that coming Dakota out? Dakota Fanning's September, back, bitches. I think. Is she in it? She's in it, yeah. Man on Fire She's not too. back. Man on Fire is a different movie. She's back on a. She's back on her screens. Elle's been taking all the roles. Best name for a racehorse from the movie. So, here are your choices. Uh, Miles Whitaker, Ari, Kovac, Dining Car Porter, Bookstore <laughs> Nerd, Grace Frelick's Lawyer. It's Kovac. Turkish Father. Dining Car Porter. Resnick. Ooh, Resnick also hits. Fatima. Yeah. Resnick or Kovac. Are those the bad guys? <laughs> yes. They sound like it. Jonathan Is it Kralik? the more K You know, like sounds? Bookstore Nerd. Yeah, K. And coming around the corner, Bookstore <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Well, remember from Buffy, well, that I one the, guy? I like Dining Car Porter more. Dining Car Porter is fun, yeah. <laughs> what piece of memorabilia would you want from this movie? Um, Probably his, like, kitchen set. He's got <laughs> his, like, one pot and his one dish with his one cup and his one fork. <laughs> In a little house. He's a, he's a simple man. He lives like a monk. Mm -hmm. He knows what's important. He's to be able to here. move. I feel like he had a nice car in the beginning. I'll well, take the car when he was oh, a Lyft yeah. driver. Yeah. yeah, didn't he have a nice car? Even though he, he was austere, except except for the car. Yeah. Uh, my favorite memorabilia. I would have a bullet. I just take one, little rounds. If you had to recast this movie, I want it. You have to. I would never. Who else could do the Pedro Pascal evil role? Anyone. <laughs> he was John not doing Malkovich. much. Oh, he'd be a good villain. Do we have any good bad guys who are young? Oh, Daniel Craig. So before he was Bond, he was bad. <laughs> he was a bad guy. He was a bad man. In the power of one, he plays a Nazi. I know. He's terrible. Edward Norton is always a fun villain. Yeah. I know. I thought of Edward Norton oh. as soon as she said Nazi, too. <laughs> what was the second Knives Out movie that we liked with him in it? Glass Onion. Oh, that was. we should rewatch that. That was fun. Hold back that yawn. You can do it. That was a cute is one. Is Scott Evans in the Barbie movie? Scott Evans is in the Barbie movie. Who's Scott Evans? Chris, Chris Evans, Evans brother. gay brother. Um, I'm never good at recasting. I don't know people. <laughs> I don't take an interest. That felt like the most recastable role to me. You, you can't like recast Denzel. Denzel. No. There's no fucking way. The Pedro Pascal, you're right. That would be the most recastable. And the first one, who would play Chloe Grace Moretz, who's the blonde girl of the moment now? It could be any one of the three little witch girls from Asteroid City. <laughs> <laughs> Who were they? I don't know, but they were adorable. <laughs> Denzel will definitely save their lives. <laughs> or kill them. Who would be like the Melissa Leo of now? Melissa Leo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's, she's a singular sensation. Every little step she takes. But oh, so no wonder you're saying these things. So Asteroid City is like a all-star cast. It really is. Jason Schwartzman, ScarJo, Jeffrey Wright, Tom Hanks, Ed Norton, Brian Cranston, Rupert Friend, Maya Hawke, Hope Davis, Liev Schreiber. Oh. Yeah, I loved him. I wanted him to have more. How many gemstones would you give Equalizer 2? Like the idea 3. Yeah, it's got a solid 94 for me. Mm. 95. <laughs> I'm, I'm rotten to me to sing this with like an 88. <laughs> I mean, they gave it a it's better, 53. It's better than what you gave what I brought to the table. So, <laughs> How long till we let that go? Never. <laughs> to, spoiler alert, never. Choices. Oh, you made choices, too, by ruining my dreams. So, <laughs> This was cute, though. And, it, I mean, this was cute. Go to hell. 
Um, the murdering was adorable. The murdering was super cute, very sexy and innovative. No, I remember the because um, you and Dad had watched it a couple times over, and I like got in there because sometimes I have to disappear <laughs> um, because it's just in my OCD. It's hard. Um, but I watched the whole thing, and I was like, "Fuck, this is like deeply engrossing, super fun, family vibes." Kachow, kachow, kachow. It's just good times. No, this was a good palate cleanser from uh, semantic error, which was a mistake. A synonym for error. <laughs> so I think we were going to challenge you guys to watch Primal Fear. Why? Because I love it. <laughs> What's the... I already have a lot of fears. <laughs> Why early, do we need a, Early Edward Norton. Can you read okay. the synopsis? Sure. From my spirit. <laughs> from my whole... Oh, I don't know where that came from. That's my bad. 1996. What year were you guys born? 91. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the synopsis? The synapses? When a young man, Aaron, <laughs> is charged with the horrific murder of an Archbishop Rushman, hotshot Chicago lawyer Martin Vale takes to his defense at no charge. Aaron was a homeless street kid before he was taken in by the Archbishop. He shines and speaks with a stammer. Vale is convinced. I thought you were doing that accidentally, and I was like, pull yourself together. No, that's him in the movie. I was like, S- Vale is convinced shy. that Aaron is innocent, but after discovering a video that shows Aaron may have a good reason to want the Archbishop dead. Ooh, that sounds fun. It stars Laura Linney, Alfre Woodard, Richard Gere, Edward Norton. Stay tuned for Primal Fear. <laughs> it's very 90s. I can't wait. Thank you so much, Gemstones, for listening to another bonus episode of Takes All Over the Place. I hope you enjoyed our Equalizer 2 wrap-up as much as Emma and I enjoyed it, and Julie will grow too. If you are listening to this, it means you're already a member of our dear Patreon family, so thank you so much for subscribing. This is a little ode to you because we so appreciate your contributions, both monetarily and support-wise. So, thank you so much. Next week, we'll have Primal Fear. (laughs) Maybe not next week. What am I? Next month. Time means nothing. (laughs) It's just one long day. Time goes by. Goodbye. So slowly. Bye.